hello and welcome back. Today's verse comes in one of my favorite New Testament books. It's a fantastic letter written by the Apostle Peter, and it's 1 Peter 4.12. Dear friends, do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal that has come on you to test you, as though something strange were happening to you. Yeah, thanks, Cam. It's a great verse that comes in the middle of a great chapter on suffering as a Christian person. Mm. Peter's just spoken about suffering generally, and he goes on to speak about if you suffer, don't let it be as a murderer, as a thief, as a meddler. You know, don't let it be for non-Christian traits or values, Mm. but let it be as a Christian. You know, if you wear the name of Christ uh, and you suffer, then chapter four's instructions and advice to you rings true. And so that's what he's speaking about. And I want us to focus just on that little phrase, particularly, fiery ordeal. It's a great kind of spooky uh, part of that verse. And he could be hearkening back to chapter 1 when he talks of, in verse 7, proving your faith, uh, the genuineness of your faith of greater worth than gold, which perishes even though refined by fire. Mm. And there's something kind of helpful about fire in refining our faith and proving it to be genuine. Mm. But I think that, and I've got to reference Michael Reeves here, a great uh, sermon giver uh, who I've listened to recently. Uh, He makes me aware of the point that Peter is writing, he says in chapter 5, from Babylon. Mm. Which is a which is an odd thing to write about, you know. It's, mm. It can be code for Rome, which it probably is, but I think actually, Cam, it's probably code for something much earlier in the Bible. Where does where does your mind go to when we think of fiery ordeal and Babylon? Uh, my mind goes straight to Daniel chapter three. Yeah. Uh, so you've got the story of the Israelites um, held captive by the Babylonians. Daniel and his three friends um, are being punished because. King Nebuchadnezzar puts out an edict to say that they must worship him, not their gods. Uh, they refuse, uh, and Daniel's three friends get thrown into the furnace. You know, mm. the furnace fires are, are so hot mm. that um, even the guards that chuck them in, they they perish by, through the flames, even though, you know, they're not the ones in the furnace. Yeah, that's right. And yet the three friends who are there, not a hair on their head was scorched, we mm. read in that narrative. Uh, quite a miraculous, uh, very miraculous a sign of God's being with them. Mm. And in fact, God was even more present with them than we might think. Uh, do you remember what King Nebuchadnezzar said? Yeah, he says um, that, you know, uh, it looks like there are four people in the furnace and it looks like the fourth person, um, it looks like the son of a God. Yeah, that's right. It's uh, this amazing... I think we get a pretty clear revelation that it's Christ Jesus before mm. he's come into the world. Uh, who is there with Daniel's friends. And the great significance of that is that if we think about it in the light of 1 Peter 4, Mm. then it's making the point that Christ is with us in the fiery ordeals of our sufferings for the sake of being Christians. Christ Mm. has gone before us, actually, in our sufferings, and Christ is with us. And it's a great comfort. It's a great challenge that, you know, Mm. are we suffering as being Christians? But it's ultimately a great comfort that Christ has gone before us that the insults thrown to us have been thrown to him Mm. first, that the mockery and scorn has been thrown to him far bigger than than we've ever felt. Mm. Uh, And another thing that he speaks about is a test in this verse, right? At the fiery ordeal that has come on you to test you. Now, tests, though we mightn't think of it at first, are actually good, aren't they? If we're studying at uni or at college or wherever, tests are the things that help us indicate where we're at when it comes to our Mm. knowledge and the certain things, when it comes to our intellect, tests are things that prove the genuineness of our knowledge and our brains, you know? Mm. And so they're good things. And and God will 
go on to test us. That's what Peter uh, says at the very end of this chapter. Uh, yeah, it's part of God's will that he will test you for the sake of uh, drawing you closer to Christ Jesus. Mm. And, and Peter says, count yourself blessed for that. And so I think there's two things that we can take away from this first. The first is, Cam? Yeah, so the first is that we shouldn't be surprised when, when persecution strikes us as Christians. We shouldn't be like people that sort of uh, overreact or go up in arms saying, mm. I can't believe this is happening to us. You know, we shouldn't get angry at the government because of COVID restrictions yeah. uh, because it's something that we should be expecting to happen. And I think that much like a test, if we're not surprised about it and if we're expecting a test, then we're going to be much more prepared for it. And the genuineness of our faith through fiery ordeals, through suffering, Mm. is going to be proved worthy, even more worthy than gold.